Do you have an idea for a podcast, but you don't know where to start? Maybe you're overwhelmed by all the tech or you're convinced nobody will actually listen to you. Well, I'm Shauna Game. After nine and a half years as a professional podcaster, at this show, everyone's talking money. And 25 million downloads later, let me tell you the secret to a profitable podcast. It is building a solid foundation, your podcast roadmap before you launch. That's why I created the Podcaster Class, a fast-paced group cohort podcasting for profit eight-week style NBA program. The Podcaster Class is immersive, comprehensive, and insanely motivational. If you want to create a podcast, DIYing a launch is just not the way to go. In the Podcaster Class, you'll get the tools, tips, and strategies to create a podcast that resonates with listeners and one you can be proud of. Get this. 90% of podcasters never make it to episode three. That's 2.8 million podcasters who just quit. So to be a top podcaster, you only need to publish 21 episodes, but you got to make them good. So in the podcaster class, I'm taking the mystery out of how to create, launch, and profit from your podcast so you can create a top 1% podcast just like this one. The May cohort is now open for enrollment. Classes start May 22nd. There are only 15 spots open. You are going to learn podcasting with me and 14 other amazing people. You can learn all the details at thepodcasterclass.com. Use code podcast when you sign up for $100 off. That's thepodcasterclass.com. You know I'm a big fan of enjoying life while still being smart financially. That's why I love ButcherBox. I can get a variety of high-quality meat, seafood, chicken, and pork at an amazing value, all with exclusive member deals delivered to my door with free shipping always. One thing I just never wanted to cut out of my spending plan is eating good food. And with ButcherBox, I don't have to, and neither do you. Where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Yes, you heard that right. One of my favorite go-to dinners is a salmon bowl. I'm not even a huge salmon lover, but ButcherBox's wild-caught salmon is Oh, so good. I make a nice little marinade, saute some veggies, cook the salmon, and throw in some weiss. And it is an amazing dinner. If you want to take less trips to the grocery store and always have prepared meat in the freezer for a lot less money, you need ButcherBox in your life. Sign up at butcherbox.com etm and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash etm. Hey, I'm Shauna Compton Game. This is Millennial Money, and today we're talking winning at Instagramming. Millennial Money with Shauna Compton Game. It will expand your brain. Hey there, and welcome to another edition of Travel Tuesday here. Uh, thanks for joining us. Yes, we're excited to talk to you today about how to win at Instagram. Yes, we want you winning at Instagramming. Uh, so uh, traveling these days, it's not just about exploring and exploring a new place, 
eating amazing food and creating new memories, right? It's about actually showing off your pictures and showing off your vacations to everyone else on your social media and going, hi, I'm here, right? Isn't that the, that's what it's all about? It feels like that's <laughs> what it's all about, but somehow that doesn't feel... I don't know. Sometimes I don't feel right about that, and yet that's what you're supposed to do. Right. Well, I mean, so we're kind of making a joke here, but, you know, so... But that's really what it's about is, 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 is about, you know, finding, you know, taking those really cool pictures, finding cool places and, you know, and, and also, and also just showing off a little bit or just like, Hey, or even, you know, Hey, this is, this is a cool place. I went here or I had fun here, you know? And I think a lot of times we look at social media these days and go, Hey, I, I'd actually really like to take that picture. Well, these days we actually can, especially as our phones keep getting better, you know, I mean, we have iPhones, but I even see some other people with the galaxies and stuff like that. Sometimes I'll, I'll see them, especially like at concerts and stuff when it's kind of dark and I'm like, Hey, that, that, that camera's really cool. A better picture. Yeah, yeah, that, that camera's really cool on that phone. So, you know, let alone if, if you're actually traveling and, you, and you're using an SLR camera, you know, so, you know, we're not maybe the, the best photographers, uh, but we, we have we gathered some tips and wanted to kind of share these with you. So. But, but these days, anybody, I think exactly. what it does yeah, is, is anybody can be a photographer. Anybody can take, you know, a cool shot or, or capture a moment that, you know, you can share with everybody else that, you know, you may have not taken before because you weren't a professional photographer. Yeah, when I, and, you know, I mean, and sometimes I do have to take, you know, professional pictures for, you know, my work and stuff like that. But I, you know, what I liked about kind of gathering the, all this information that I found with, from some travel experts, um, a lot of these things, I, I, this is how I take pictures and stuff, but a lot, a lot of this stuff I actually, you know, learn myself, especially on, you know, some stuff we're going to cover on your iPhone and how to actually take pictures on there, which I thought was pretty cool. So, and there's a lot of people that are actually making a lot of money, yeah, literally just, just taking Instagram. pictures yeah. from Instagram. I mean, it has turned into like an actual business model, which is crazy because now you can like tag brands and tag hotels and tag restaurants and, you know, all sorts of things. Yeah, and you know, and one of the, the you know one of the first tips that you know before we start here is is that when I you know and and we'll have a link to my time to my Instagram if you haven't been already following me, uh, but uh, you know every picture I take I edit, you know, and my favorite as I mentioned before my favorite editing tool is Camera Plus app the the Camera Plus app. Uh, there's other ones I do use from time to time, but that's mainly the one. It's the easiest and fastest, at least for me, that I like you know a lot. But the one thing also too is that as we go through these these tips, is that most photographers will also edit all their stuff as well too. You know, for the, for the most part, if they're if right, they're, and not just with like the Instagram little filters, with an actual like program or, or something, but and then put it in. in so, yeah, in some form or fashion, they're they're taking a picture. So say if you're taking a picture of a landscape or something else. You're gonna, you know, edit a lot of that out because you're focused on one thing, and and so that's what that's what a lot of times does, you know. So don't be afraid of that. That's I think that's one clear way to actually get really cool pictures too, you know. So you know whether you're taking a picture of food or landscape or even of of, of people, uh, you know, say say you're taking a shitty shot, you want to you know just hone in and go what is really cool here, and we'll, and we'll kind of go over those things as well. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I think that, you know, a lot of these tips that we're going to talk about, again, like you said, are a lot of things that maybe like a professional photographer would know. But I think 
like just general people who are taking pictures probably don't know a lot of this stuff. So yeah, and these and these are just good things to know. And, and one of the things that photographers, you know, getting into this is that they use uh, are the rule of threes. And basically, when you're taking, you know, uh, you know, pictures on your travels, you basically divide the image into thirds. Um, it sounds it might sound a little complicated. But basically, you want it, you know, both horizontally and vertically. You want to just kind of look at it that way, as in threes, you know. So you see, so you have, a th- you know, three boxes here, three boxes here, three boxes here, and, and kind of look at it that way. But what, how I look at it, and we'll have a couple of different examples, is say you're taking a picture of a sunset. I look at it like, all right, here's the sunset, but you also want to get some of the sky or you want to get some of the ocean or you want to get some of a mountain or whatever, wherever that is. You kind of want to have those. In, or people. In, like or you always pe- like to get people. people. Yes, of course. And people, you know, so if you're, you know, if you're, you're taking a shot, you know, again, I have a, another example we'll have on the website um, <clears throat> that I took of, of, of a guy in San Francisco um, a few years ago. Uh, is a homeless guy, and I just happened to walk by, and he's sort of on a rant. But it's this really cool shot of all these trees aligned there. And basically, what I was going for was, you know, the picture of him. You know, your he, he's one, the trees, and then the, then the alignment of, of the sidewalk and stuff like that. So you kind of just, you know, just if you have that mindset. Again, I edited that that one down. I took a wide shot. And, but kind of knew what I, I, I was looking for, and kind of you kind of look at that. So that that's that's something that photographers use all the time, you know. And I do even if I if I take um, uh, you know one on my phone, at least I try to, or at least or I'll go, oh, I'm going to edit this down. So you know, th- those are that's something sort of to, to think about. And we'll actually have a, a link to a professional photography site if you want to go deeper into this this rule here of threes. Um, but also too, like I said, you know, you know, taking taking pictures, especially of landscape shots, you know, with your phone, you know, make sure it's in the horizontal, you know, uh, mode position, yeah. position there because you want to get the whole thing. So many times, I see people do it in the vertical side, which is good for Instagram too. So that that could be if you have that eye. But I think a lot of times people really aren't using it properly. If you use the the, the horizontal, you're going to get a, a wider shot, a bigger shot. Like I said, if you you know a sunset or a, a cityscape, you're you're in New York City, and you kind of go, oh, okay, you know, I want to get this whole shot in here. You want to use the, the, the that way. Well, and the complicating thing now with Instagram is when you do a story, you got to do it vertically. Yes. So yes. then you have to like jog your memory, like okay, when you want to take a picture, yes. then you got to do it horizontal. So. You just have to be thinking a little bit, I guess. I use it so much horizontal that it that it drives me crazy to use it vertically. I'm like, yeah, oh, it I'm feels like, weird. Like, it feels weird. I'm like, okay, I got to get this in, but then I also want to, you know, get that in because it's important to have your story and you know, you know your live stuff, right? Yes, it's of course it's it's life or death now. Yes, it's you know. So it, the other thing too that I think if you if you really want to get those interesting shots and. The funny thing is, too, is like if you, you know, when I go on press trips, whether especially in a group of, of journalists, and you you see them, um, and one a, a journalist friend of mine who's actually was was a, is a mentor of mine, a photographer, a, a pretty famous photographer here in Los Angeles, he was talking about you know that if you really want to get a good shot, you want to get dirty, and, and meaning really what kind of dirty, <laughs> meaning that. You know, you might need to get down on the dirt or on some rocks or, or go up high or someplace to go, you know, have a different view. So say if you are someplace high, 
up and you're seeing, you're looking down on a city or you're looking down on a landscape, you know, you, you have a different view. Go, hey, what about this? This this might be kind of cool. So, so really sort of get get into that. What I was saying too about a, about a press trip, a lot of times when there's a group of us, even if we go to a restaurant, there's like 10 of us journalists taking weird shots of standing on tables of getting, you know, that awesome shot of, you know, the, the pasta that we just got delivered or something like that, you know, whatever, whatever it is that they're, are they're, are they're leaning down or they're, oh, they'll take a bite and then, then they're going to take a picture. So you, so, the, so just even having that mindset of like, oh, we're going to look for a bunch of different angles and you you can do that as well too. Yeah. That's, that's, you know, I think that's interesting because uh, you know, oftentimes you're thinking like, how did they get that shot? And it's that you got in some weird angle. I'm just probably too lazy. I just, I want to eat the food. No, like no, I don't well, yeah. really want to take <laughs> yeah, a picture well, for, of yeah, it exactly. first. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But, I mean, most of the time I ever take pictures of any more of food, unless I'm like, you know what, seriously. And if you look at my Instagram last month where we went to Texas recently and I had, I've never heard of buttermilk pie. And we had that, and I fell in love with buttermilk pie, and had to absolutely share that. So I absolutely love that one. But but most of the and time, they can send us a buttermilk pie in the mail. By the way, we are accepting from donations. Utopia, Texas, or anybody else has a buttermilk pie on hand, go ahead and send it to us. But most times, I'll send it if I'm if I'm working or I'm showing off a place, or or if I'm working for a place, and like you know, here's where where I'm eating and and stuff like that. But but you know, but that, that could go with anything. Like I said, if you if you're if you're you know you know you know out in nature you're you're in a city you're like hey what if i can get this shot here or whatever you know if you're at a concert you know sometimes you know find a cool angle someplace so like oh that's an interesting shot you know what whatever whatever the case is so you know and that's the next tip too is really get outside you know um whether you're on a hiking trail climbing mountains exploring a forest swimming in waterfalls you know, if you have a waterproof, you know, pouch or something like that or any other kind of, you know, if you have a GoPro, uh, whatever you want to use, you know, you really want to find these cool locations. And maybe locations, too, that people haven't taken a picture of or or maybe you've seen a picture and go, hey, I want that. I want that memory. So get out there and, you know, find these places. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think, you know, so many so many of us are iPhone users, even if the other cameras take better pictures. We're all, I think, you know, a lot of us, I should say, are just Apple junkies. And so there's actually some iPhone tips and some of these, um, I I didn't know about. So I had no idea a lot of these and I'm going to, I'm going to definitely use them. Yeah. We definitely want to share them. So obviously if you've not used panorama mode on your camera, it lets you capture a really kind of vast scenery and landscape. And, um, you know, I think some of the some of the shots on Instagram where they've used panorama yeah. are just like really breathtaking. So, yeah. and I, I don't use that one a lot. I need to actually like, every time I go someplace, I'm mean, you know what, I need to start using that more. And then there's something also called burst mode. You might have accidentally uh, done this yeah, if like I've, I've you held that. your finger down on the button too long, and suddenly you have like ten pictures. But it really allows for photographing action continuously and quickly. So, you know, you can pick then kind of your favorite moment from that. And to do this, all you need to do is just start holding down the shutter button a little before the action takes place. And then you can take, you know, a bunch of those kind of rapid shots all at once. Yeah. And, and you know, to go back to, to, to my example of, of, the, of the homeless guy that was walking in the street in San Francisco there, you know, that's how I took it with my SLR camera I had at, at the time. 
Um, I, sh- I shot several different shots of him. I was able to do it fast, but th- now I, I now I realize you could actually do that on your phone. I definitely want to do that as well. Yeah, absolutely. And the next tip is is you can actually tap and hold on the screen to lock the focus and exposure, and then slide your finger on the screen to further set exposure to achieve whatever kind of brightness you actually want for the picture. So if you want it brighter or darker, you know, you can just really with your finger do a lot of these things that sophisticated cameras, you know, can do. You can do them right on your on your iPhone. Yeah, and that, that's something I definitely try to do to, to bring up the brightness. I think um, the, the iPhone is still not as good as some of the other phones I've seen, like the Galaxy and stuff like that, but I think they've gotten a lot better. So, you know, it's a definitely a tool to use. Yeah. Okay, friend, I want to know, what are your money goals this year? Are you saving to buy a house or maybe a wedding or a dream vacation to somewhere tropical? If that's you, please, please take me with you. Or maybe you want to just grow your emergency fund because let's be real, life is expensive. I want to make sure you reach your goals. So you need Monarch. That's why the Wall Street Journal named it the best app for growing your savings. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. You can create custom budgets, track progress towards your financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash etm. Here's what I love. Monarch is the most customizable budgeting app. You can change the layout of your dashboard. You can go between light and dark mode. You can create custom budgets and notifications. You can set up all of these automatic rules for your transactions and notifications and so much more. Monarch is obsessed with constantly improving their product. Get this. They release updates every two weeks and they even allow customers to submit suggestions, vote on requested features, and view the product roadmap. This my friend, is totally original. Plus, they will never sell your data to third party or show you ads. I think that's really important. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it is the top-rated personal finance app. And now, listeners of this show get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash etm. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash etm for your extended 30-day free trial. I'm going to be real with you. Identity theft is on the rise, and you do not want to wake up one morning and discover that your bank account has been emptied, or you're overdue on credit cards you never even applied for. We talk about this often on the podcast, but you don't realize how much of your information is available to scammers on the internet and how susceptible you and your family are to identity theft and fraud. I know, it's scary. But now you can get your data removed with Delete Me. That's why I personally choose Delete Me. Delete Me is a subscription service that removes your personal information from the largest people search databases on the web and in the process helps prevent potential ID theft, doxing, and phishing scams. I just started using Delete Me and I got my regular personalized privacy report. (laughs) I was shocked what they found and removed. It was pages of information about me that I did not want online. Here's how it works. You sign up and provide Delete Me with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. I cannot tell you how relieved I felt to have Delete Me. And you know, it's also a great service for your parents or grandparents to help protect them from identity theft. 
Delete.me is not just a one-time service. Delete.me is always working for you, constantly monitoring and removing the personal information you do not want on the internet. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete.me, now at a special price for my listeners. Today, get 20% off your Delete.me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com etm and use promo code etm at checkout. The only way you get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and enter code etm at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash etm. Go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use code etm for 20% off. The weather is getting warmer. I'm so excited and it is time to say goodbye to all those jackets and sweaters and hello to the shorts and t-shirts. I wanted to update my summer workout wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince and I am in love. Quince is your go-to place from everything from premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless, 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part of all, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Okay, I bought the dreamiest pair of workout leggings and a bright pink workout top to match. Honestly, ladies, I gotta tell you, these leggings you need. The price cannot be beat, and I feel like a million bucks wearing this cozy workout friendly outfit. I've worn it for like five days straight. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash etm for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash etm to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash etm. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. When I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. Before NerdWallet, I was paying for vacations all wrong. (laughs) I was missing out on miles. I didn't even know I was leaving on the table. Now I've got a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? I don't know, maybe that fancy hotel upgrade that you have always been dreaming about. Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet, finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. Um, you can also use the volume button for more things oh, no. than just volume on the side of your phone or on your headset is actually is a shutter release to minimize shaking and to avoid those, um, blurry photos that nobody really wants. You know, I know sometimes I go through my iPhone photo feed and I'm like, what is yeah. that weird blurry photo doing in there? Yeah. So essentially all you do is you, you hit your, your, your volume and, and it'll, it'll steady the shot for you. Right. Yeah. That's, that's great. Especially if you had a few too many drinks that yeah. night. Um, you can also turn on the HDR mode when you're capturing a scene where they're both like extremely bright and dark areas. It's going to help kind of minimize or I guess 
maximize, I should say, both of those particular, you know, different colors of light. Yeah. Um, and then you could just turn on the flash when photographing, you know, people in the daylight so their faces don't look too dark. I know you're not really a fan of the flash, but I think sometimes actually the flash does make for a better picture on the iPhone. Yeah. I mean, a lot of, uh, you know, professional photographers, if, you, if you're doing landscape shots or you're even doing people shots, a lot of times won't always use their their, their flash because they, you know, have so many different things tool-wise uh, in their arsenal that they can use. And sometimes with the iPhone, what I see a lot of times, I'm like, no, if if, the, if that person did not use that flash, you'd get a better shot. But sometimes, I, so sometimes I think people use it too much, and then sometimes people are not using it enough. I don't use it that much, and sometimes I'm like, you know, I should use that more. Yeah, so maybe you start with it off. Yeah. But and then one, if the picture is not good, exactly. then go to the flash one versus other, the other way. Yeah, one other tip you can use sometimes, too, is to use somebody else's uh, light on their phone so they could actually light up the shot for you it's not really the flash so it's already l- sort of lit and you can you can use, use that as well too yeah that's a good tip yeah one other thing too that that i think photographers you know use i i really try to emphasize this uh, is time of day you want to have that magic hour um, and that could be in the morning it could be uh, at sunset so basically you know sunrise to sun and sunset, I should say, are the are the real times, you know, uh, depending on the year too, or the time of year, I should say, that you know, it, sometimes you, it wherever you are, some lights can be better. So later in the afternoon can be could be good. It doesn't have to be right at sunset. It could be, you know, like I said, later in the afternoon. Um, sometimes some mornings. It, it, wherever you are can be a little bit better too. You know, uh, doesn't have to be right at you know, sun up. So that, I think that's an important thing too. And, um, in, in fact, we had a little quick story of even when we got married, we got married at sunset and I had to have it just like five or 10 minutes, a little bit longer for you to wait in the hot kitchen. It was really frustrating. <laughs> Cause to get, but we had perfect light. So, so that was, I was waiting was with important. a bagpipe player that I was having to chat up while they were deciding like when was going to be the perfect light. Yeah. So yeah, so to make sure you just just pay attention. So say if you're 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 vacationing someplace and you're there for a few days and you go on a hike or you go someplace or whatever something like that and you're like oh this is really cool but it would be really cool if it was like this you know so maybe you do get up you know early you know up for a sunrise and capture that moment or go later in the afternoon and capture that moment you know it it really will make it it a lot more special and then you also kind of you get a different view as opposed to the height of, of sunlight, you know, at, at noon or something like that too. Um, so we, we talked a lot about, you know, what, what to do with your phone and things like that. If you have an SLR camera, the other thing you can do is take pictures with your SLR camera. You have, you use the Wi-Fi you know, setting and it'll go straight to your phone. You can set it up to get that. This will go straight to your phone. A lot of, um, uh, really, good photographers that I know these days are doing that, especially cause they, if they're, if they're really, you know, good on social media, they will have their cameras sent straight to their phone, you know, their photos straight to their phone from their camera. And that's, you know, and that's a real professional tip there to, to use that. And there you really have so many more settings at your, at your disposal to really capture that awesome shot. You know, I mean, the, the phones are doing so many great things these days, but your cameras are also still doing amazing things. Yeah, so well. they're they're cheating a little bit there and making yeah. us think they took that picture with Instagram, but we know it's not. Yeah, exactly. So you know, so so that's that. There's nothing. There's nothing wrong with with, with doing that as well too. So 
All right. Well, one of the other things, too, that, that you mentioned, too, about having people in your shots. Um, now, this is something that, you know, not only we're talking about, you know, your friends or your family or your loved one or something like that, or, you know, these days yourself in the, in the shot, but it really also can give you a depth of where you are, too. So, so say if you're, you know, you're, you're in New York City and you're, you're in Times Square and you want to capture things and, and, you know, sometimes it's really cool to have, I mean, to find an empty Times Square, that would be kind of hard to do. Yeah. But, you know, it would be probably very, very early. I mean, there will probably at least be cars. But anyway, if, if you're trying to get something or, or say if you're on a hike somewhere in, 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 you know, in Utah or something like that and you, you see these great canyons, it would be cool, too, to have, you know, and not just somebody, you know, posing, but maybe somebody walking or somebody doing something. That really sort of gives depth to your pictures. And I think sometimes if you take them in, you know, two different ways too. Um, for me, a lot of times I like candid shots of people. So, you know, if we're walking someplace, a lot of times I'll take pictures of Shauna, you know, you know, although I know that I can't use all the pictures, but sometimes I'm like, okay, well, that, that was a cool candid shot. But I, but I also do, I have approval rights, but I also, you know, will take a lot of pictures of strangers and to capture the moment in, in certain things, uh, you know, whether we're in Paris or San Francisco or, or, you know, New York City or where, whatever the case is, uh, a lot of photographers that I know will ask permission for people to. And that is the general rule that you do. But you also don't necessarily always have to ask the permission, you know, as a professional journalist. So, you know, as yourself, too, it might be a little bit creepy sometimes. But if you're, if you're subtle about it and you're capturing a moment, that's also kind of cool. And, and maybe sometimes you're, you're just sort of – so say in, in New York and you're on the High Line – you know, which is this really cool, you know, walkway area, you know, it doesn't hurt to like sort of capture the whole thing. And then you got people sort of walking by, you know, I think that, that, that sort of adds to it. Yeah. Yeah. You're always like talking about people in the shot and I just never, I never think about it, but I understand from a photographer perspective, the people. So, yeah. You know, and, and the other thing, too, that we, we – another tip here that we, we mentioned landscapes. And, you know, uh, even if you take this really be- beautiful picture of a, of a landscape um, and, and you're like, okay, well, that was, that was really cool, um, but it wasn't straight, you know. And that, that happens for me a lot, especially, you know, if, I, if I'm on the go and I'm like, oh, I got – and then I'm like, oh, it's not straight. Well, you could you could easily adjust this again through editing, and there's many different things. You know, like, like I said, the the Camera Plus one that I use is is really good at straightening the picture out, and especially for landscapes, you kind of want that to be you know straight as possible, unless you're going for a different angle. Uh, also, Snapseed, Snapseed, Afterlight, uh, and also Instagram also have straightening functions too. You know, so so that's pretty good. You know, to use. So so don't always worry about oh, did I get that or or or, or it wasn't right or whatever. So you know, you you can straighten it out. You can make it lighter, darker. You can do all kinds of different things with your picture pictures these days. So you know, so, so you definitely have that as well. Um, you know, some of the best pictures also you could take too is when you're also exploring off a beaten path, you know, um, say if, you know, you're on the streets of Paris and you go down an alley, as long as it's safe, uh, you know, you, but you could find, you could find murals that way. You could find art that way. You could find, uh, you know, people, you know, washing their clothes, the same, someplace like in Italy or something like that, something like that. You want to find these really kind of cool shots and, you know, road trips, they're really great for that. 
Yeah, there's like million things you can take on a road trip for sure. Yeah, and you and you, you and you know you could also try to also if you're on a road trip you t- take the time and pull over and like hey, well, let's get this shot or let's get that shot. You know, sometimes I'll do that to Shauna and like she's like what are you doing? I'm like wait, I got a shot. There's a there's something I want to take a picture of and you know, and it doesn't it doesn't hurt to do that. And if you kind of know, especially with GPS these days, you're like you're on a road trip and you're like, "Hey, wh- wh- where are we going? You know, what are we where, you know, so you find some place. That's where you could find waterfalls or you know, little little creeks or something like that. Any anything to capture, you know, an interesting moment. I think it is a cool thing. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, again, like I don't put too much thought behind my pictures, but I mean, I definitely, you know, if you want to create those like great Instagram photos, you know, a lot of these tips will help you. You know, really kind of hone in on the shot and make it the best, you know, that it can be. Yeah. You know, and, and a lot of times, so when, once you, you got all the shots, you, you, you followed all these tips and you're like, okay, cool. Now I'm ready to post things. Um, one of the other things too, to get a lot, if you want to get a lot of likes, you want to get a lot of people noticing it is to really pay attention to what you're writing in your posts. Um, you know, so, so sometimes, you know, maybe not all the time, the caption is really important. Um, so that's why sometimes I'll take pictures and I'll just go here. This is where I am, or this is what I'm doing, or whatever, and stuff like that. Again, if I'm sort of working, if I want to show off a place, or I'm working for a place, you know, I'm, I'm going to have a little bit more, you know, depth to that, or sometimes a little bit more explanation and a little bit more. You know, this is where this is where I am, and this is what I'm doing, or whatever, you know. But you can also use you could also use puns. You could also use humor. You can use you know, you know, emotions to describe, you know, something else that really connects with people. So they go, Oh, cool. So people aren't just looking at their pictures. They're looking at, Oh, that's an interesting, you know, post you have there. And that catches my eye. I, so many more times these days I go, Oh, that's cool. And you know, that, that's an interesting thing. And I like that. Yeah. And another tip, if you're writing something really long, write it in the notes section in the iPhone and then copy and paste it in Instagram because it is a pain in the you know what to type something super long in that Instagram app. Um, it's just not edit friendly. Uh, so you can use the notes section and it just makes life so much easier or type it in an email and email it to yourself and then copy and paste it. Okay. So lastly, we just want to say, you know, don't focus too much on creating amazing Instagram photos so much that you miss out on what's happening. I mean, this is a big pet peeve for me, and I try to be um, understanding because uh, I've had quite a lot of friends, and I know you take pictures a lot for work and things like that. You know, but I, I think it's good sometimes to put down the phone and like actually experience something. But you know, you you can take these great images that you know you're going to use for Instagram, and then put down your your phone and enjoy the surroundings or the conversation or the food or the concert or whatever you know, whatever it is. Um, yeah. I mean, you, you know, you, you go take a picture of the empire state building and say it's at sunset or something like that. It's like, you want to soak that in too. You want to, you know, especially if you're, you know, someplace in Hawaii or where and a concert too. These, I mean, and I'm really bad at taking pictures at concerts, but what I try to do is I'm going to take my pictures and then I put it away, you know? And again, sometimes it's for work. Sometimes it's for something I'm working on, but, but then I'm going to put it away. Cause I'm, I really try to like, you know, still stay within the moment. Yeah. And then, you know, lastly, 
I know you want to share your pictures like all at one time, but it's really good to just post, you know, a couple images a day on Instagram and then, you know, saving others for later grams or whatever you want to call them. But, you know, spacing out the timing when you're posting and leaving at least like a couple hours between each of them, especially if you want people to like them and comment on them. It's just kind of the way the algorithm of Instagram is, you know, the, the, the space between when you're posting them helps, you know, your picture be able to be seen by the most amount of people. Yeah. And also the time of day too, sometimes too, like, you know, yeah. Like afternoon, early evenings are usually always better times. Sundays are usually much more frequent and, uh, people are on Instagram because they're bored. It's the weekend. Um, yeah, and then also too, you, you don't always look like you're like, Oh, I, I'm posting so many things. You're like, you're going to post a few at a time, a few at a time there. And you can also post when you, you come back too. you know, if you're back home, you can still go, Hey, I want to still post these pictures. Cause I thought they were cool. Yeah, absolutely. So if you haven't checked out Jeff's Instagram, he's at The Traveling Game. Uh, Be sure and check out, uh, follow him on Instagram as well. You can probably see a lot more about what we're up to, especially if we're traveling, because I'm just horrible at posting a lot of pictures. You see that really cool picture of the buttermilk pie with the bite out of it. Yes, you can see that. But but this will be on our website, so come to our website, and there's going to be some more tips as well from, from this whole episode. 